your host, Franco Vega, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way. On this program, we'll interview folks who have been through some pain, like my beautiful Foss youth, and who have turned that pain into power. To learn more about our organization and our mission, please visit our website at therightwayfoundation.org. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Right Way Podcast. I am your host, Franco Vega, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way, going from pain to power. We have another awesome alumni from the foster care system in the building. Uh, we, Our producer met this awesome young lady, and she was so gracious to come in and share her story. So without further ado, let's welcome in Sandra. Sandra, how you doing? Hi there. Good afternoon. Thank you. Well, first, thank you for blessing us. Uh, uh, so tell us a little bit about Sandra. Who is Sandra? Definitely. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. I am a former foster youth. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say that my experience in the foster care system was definitely a positive one. Okay. Overall, I just feel like personally, I had to go through that. Let me get it straight. You you, you were blessed to be removed from your home. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's unique. Yeah. A lot of our guests come on and was hate the foster care yeah. system. Yeah. And I and, understand that. But, but no, I love you sharing that story because all of the foster system isn't bad, mm-hmm. you know, right. but we firmly believe it's too many of us in the foster care system, right. but some of us need to go into the system. Definitely. So uh, tell us, let's go back. So when did you go into the foster care system? At age 14. You're age 14. They came and removed little yeah. cute Sandra. Did they remove anyone else? Yes. So my mom has nine children in total. Mm-hmm. Seven that were with her mm-hmm. at the moment. Seven, including me. So the removed, other six, yes. They removed you guys all? Yes. I was two weeks into my freshman year. And I believe we had a social worker assigned to us because my sis- my older sister, she was missing school a lot. Okay. Due to like her friends and, you know, ditching. Yeah. So, you know, and they're like, what's going on? You know? So, you know, the social worker started talking to us, coming over. And at the time, I I can't really, you know, it just happened so fast. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So all I remember was her asking us the same questions. Right. Mm -hmm. Like how, um, what is it? What form of discipline does your mother use? How do you feel? Things like that. Right. So first, you know, my mom would tell us, you just tell him that I spank you with an open hand or, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'd tell her that um, lies, of course. But I it was one day I was just coming home from school and I think I was just so tired of it. I don't know what it was inside me mm-hmm. that felt comfortable enough to tell this lady, hey, this is what's going on at home. And a part of me always wanted a get out. And I just didn't know, you know, where to go. But something in me always wanted to leave that home. So let me back up. You're 14. Uh-huh. You're getting abused by your mother. Yes. And what about father? Um, my father in and out of prison, she had different boyfriends, but they weren't like really a father figure. They were just there kind of thing. Now, is all your brothers and sisters by the same father or she has no, different men? No, m- multiple. Yeah. Okay. So you were abused physically. Um, yes. And your siblings too. Yes. And they all just got, did they all come up and say the same story too? After you opened up the floodgates, they said, yes, my mom is beaten. No. Oh. Yeah. So, um, you know, I opened up and then they, I think the following person they uh, interviewed in a sense um, was my younger brother. Mm -hmm. And he was just like so loyal to my mother. Um, And he's like, no, like what she's saying is a lie and all this stuff. And they're like, well, you know, your sister has opened up, you know, and told us a little bit about what's going on in the home. 
And then he eventually, you know, agreed to it. And then then and there within 30 minutes, um, they made us grab our stuff. They, okay. There was a van. Yeah, there was a van. It was my sister was 18, I believe, 17 going on 18. I was 14. My brother's 15. My younger brother is was about at the moment, maybe like seven or something. Mm-hmm. The other one was five and two little girls. Uh, one was one year old and the other one was uh like almost two. How's your relationship with your brothers and sisters now? Now it now it's good. Some of them are still in the system. Um, or did your mom get them back? No. So they actually got adopted. Adopted out. The youngest four uh-huh. ended up getting adopted. Um, they have a great home in Florida now. And do you talk to your mom now? Yeah, actually. Okay. Actually, um, it's been a thing. Um, after the foster care system, I aged out. Um, and I actually was an AB12, dropped all my stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually went out to Florida to meet. Remember I told you I had nine siblings in mm-hmm. total? Mm-hmm. One of them was out in Miami. I stayed with her for two months. We didn't really get along because we didn't grow up together. Mm-hmm. And then I was still in contact with the four that got adopted and their adopted mothers. So I went out for like a year to um stay with them and that was really great because it was so long that i hadn't seen them mm-hmm. so i got to rebuild that relationship with them mm-hmm. um then i ended up leaving came back here did some jobs uh in the mississippi river <laughs> came back so kind of leave came back uh, my mother um during that time she went homeless mm-hmm. because uh alcohol and i could only assume you know the pain you know, she just kind of dug herself mm-hmm. deeper into that. And, uh, at the moment, now she's been homeless for a decade. Is she still homeless now? Yeah. So um, I think it was maybe it's about to be like a year since I've been back. And uh, I got a place with my brother. Okay. So I with uh, the one that's one year younger than me. So we live together. We try to bring her on, um, clean her up. She unfortunately got ran over so she had like a fracture on her leg Uh so somehow as a blessing she was able to stay home because she can't move so we try to clean her up Uh but now that she's back back, yeah back on her feet (laughs) um she's decided to go back to the streets and uh it's uh it's something that i'm trying to like somehow normalize and not try to blame her like it's so easy to say like why would you choose that then you have a you have a home you have people that want to take care of you but you know you're just there for so long that i understand that that's now her normal you know well she's still in pain yeah do you know her history i know that she came here when she was 17 um she was actually uh, molested and abused as a as a child and you know her mother didn't believe her or her, she didn't have a good relationship with her father. She left, came here. She would sometimes talk about um, her sisters, but not really. She lost contact with them. What, what she, country is she from? Honduras. Yeah. So wow. She, yeah. You know I'm from Honduras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you set this up? I'm talking to my producer, Dominic. Wow. Yeah. So okay. she kind of. That's why we're so good looking. <laughs> you know, our skin colors are beautiful. Well, yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. I, I hope you understand that. It wasn't you guys. Yeah. You know, she just passing what we call generational trauma. Down. Right. My mom 
grew up in Honduras mm-hmm. and was molested and raised an orphan and came out here and the beatings were bad, uh-huh. bad. And so, uh, but unfortunately she died of breast cancer. I say that because breast cancer saved my life. Then I was rescued by a foster family, but uh-huh. raised through probation. And so, but then recently I just found out she was raised an orphanage uh-huh. and it helped me out a lot because it wasn't me. I used to blame right. it on myself. And Sandra, it's not your fault. Yeah. You know, your mom is still in pain that no one helped her process. And she needs that help. Uh, but that's something she has to go get because she's older. You know, yeah, you're, you're still young, you know, yeah. so you have us to talk to. Um, <laughs> wow. So what, you know, you come in here, lighten up the room. I know you're shedding tears right now because you're, you're reliving your trauma. But what keeps you going? Honestly, I I once read this, uh, this thing. It was about this guy. He... It's not that in particular, but it's a little bit similar to like there's two brothers, you know, mm-hmm. they have an alcoholic father. Mm-hmm. One of them drinks so much because of his alcoholic father and the other one doesn't touch alcohol because of his alcoholic father. So it's all, you know, the way you want to view things uh-huh. and how you set it up for yourself. And I know that my mom did the best she could with what she had. And unfortunately, it wasn't the best for me, mm-hmm. but I feel like I have good self-awareness about what I want. Mm-hmm. And at a young age, I've always been trying to find that and fight that for myself because at the end of the day, that's all you got, you wow. know? So just trying to break those chains and, and start a new cycle for me and my future family. You're you're older than <laughs> what your age is. And I don't know if we shared our age on the show, but you're, you're wiser than your years. So good for you, Sandra. So we're going to close it out, but I want you to end it with... What can you share with the audience, words of wisdom, or what would you say uh, that someone else growing up in your situation, what would you say, how would you keep them going? How would you, what words of encouragement? Honestly, I would definitely encourage them to get involved with um, organizations that they have, mm-hmm. uh, any opportunity um, to be able to reach and connect, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it might be just a resource or you might find a friend mm-hmm. and, you know, it'll just keep you moving you'll have that support system that you might have not had in the start awesome well thank you for those beautiful words and thank you for opening up and you know i know it brought back some sad times and we're here for you my dear so if you need to talk to a therapist we can give you one right now but i just want to thank you from the bottom of our heart and uh you're you're, you're a true blessing and we love to share more of your stories with our youth in person uh so i want to thank everyone for tuning in to the right way podcast with our beautiful young lady sandra where we focus on 10 minutes of healing the right way going from pain to power and we'll catch you guys next week peace we're out podcast 10 minutes of healing the right way and we invite you to come back every week read more about us and our mission at the rightwayfoundation.org